Hey there, welcome to the first episode of Dribble. I'm Anna. And I'm Calder. And we're basketball enthusiasts living in Portland, Oregon. Last year, we decided to try to become basketball fans, and we're here to tell you that we succeeded. We've been committed for a whole year. So we're also. Hallelujah. We're also homeschoolers, and as a project, we've decided to spend the next few months learning even more about basketball. So by listening to this podcast, you can learn with us. Yay. So Calder, since this is our first episode, I thought that I'd ask you some questions about what your first year as a fan was like. Being a fan is a kind of freeform school of its own. We've already learned so much. So let's start by asking you some of what you know about basketball. First of all, how old are you? Ten. Do you remember when we first decided to become basketball fans and how that happened? No. Um, I think I was like two years ago. It was only one year ago, actually. Oh, well, Feels weird. like longer. We were in a sushi restaurant. And do you remember what was oh, on yeah. TV? Basketball game. It wasn't football. a basketball game. Yes, it was a football game. And you were curious about it. And I was like, let's be football fans. And I was like, I can't be a football fan, but I could be a basketball fan. And Papa was like, let's be boxing fan. Yeah. Do you remember the first game that we watched? Uh, it was the Blazers Jazz and the Blazers beat the Jazz. Do you remember the score? Not at all. Me either. Have you ever been a fan of anything else other than basketball? Does it count if it's a movie? Mm, I guess. Star Wars. Uh-huh. I still want to match with so. That's so, cool. Or Legos and stuff like that. Video games. Is that different in some ways than being a sports Definitely. fan? Definitely. How do you think? Uh, I, I don't know. It's just like, it's not very athletic. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Well, it's, sports is more like, I don't know. There's new things happening all the time with sports. So. That's true. There's, like, more events than maybe with Star Wars, where only one movie comes out every year, a couple of years or something. So, um, over the last year, what teams have you followed or, like, been fans of, other than the, the Portland Trailblazers? The T-Wolves. The T-Wolves, which are from... Minnesota. Uh-huh. And the Bucks. And the Bucks. Any other basketball teams? Oh, Celtics. The Celtics. Um, that's kind of it. Um... There's another team that I'm a really big fan of that I feel like you're also a fan of that you haven't mentioned, but it's not in the NBA. What? <laughs> what about the Connecticut Sun? Oh, yeah, yeah, the WNBA team. Mm-hmm. Are there any p- players that are your particular favorites? Courtney Williams. Oh, that's in the WNBA. In, do you say NBA ones, too? Sure. I'm Seth Curry. Seth, not Steph. Well, thank you for specifying. What? Thank you for specifying your Seth preference over your Steph preference. Uh, also, like, um, Anthony Simons and Moses Brown. Mm-hmm. Anyone else? Damian Lord. Yeah, that's sort of a no-brainer when you're in Portland, I guess. What are some of the differences that you have observed between men's and women's basketball? Well, like, in women's basketball, the salaries are lower. Oh, yeah. And, um, games are shorter. Mm-hmm. The players are not as tall, normally. Uh-huh. 
Do you feel like the style of play is any different? Oh, yeah. None dunks in the NBA. Actually, like a few A few people, but not as many dunks. Yeah, not that many people. Yeah. Yeah. Did you have more fun going to WNBA games or NBA games? WNBA. Why do you think? Pretzels. Pretzels. (laughs) The pretzels were better. Also, we got way better seats. Yeah. Which is probably because it doesn't have as big of a following. It's the tickets aren't yeah. as expensive. Yeah. But mainly pretzels. Those really good pretzels. Yeah. Do you think that being a fan makes you biased? Also, I got a headband. But um, yeah, especially like say there's a foul in the game. I'm like, oh, that's not foul. Uh huh. When it's like that's <laughs> against the other team. Uh huh. Do you think that that kind of bias is bad, or do you think that's not like, at all? You think that's a good thing about being a fan? I think. If you're biased towards your team, that means you're actually a fan. If you're uh, not, you're not really a fan. You're not an authentic Blazers fan. Okay. Okay. Um, or any team. Sure. That's interesting. So I know that you enjoy playing basketball in our driveway and in our living room yes. all the time. <laughs> and you went to a camp. And what would you say is better for you, watching basketball or playing basketball? Play. Well... Both at the same time, I guess. <laughs> uh-huh. Because <laughs> I can listen to the commentary. Was that the correct camera? Yeah. I don't know if that's the correct camera. Yeah. But, um, and then I can play basketball. But I think playing is more fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I also know that you traveled to the Basketball Hall of Fame this summer in Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. Did you find anything particularly memorable about that experience? Yes. There was a movie in it, and Seth Curry was in the movie. So that was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Was there anything else that you felt like was super memorable? Uh, it was cardboard cutouts of people and like jerseys and the gift shop was cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, I really like like shooting on the peach basket and other hoops like that. Oh yeah, can you say a little bit more about that? How they had um hoops from all different eras. Yeah, so they had all these hoops from different eras. Like there was a court, like so it was like a really tall building. And then, like, you would walk in, and then there's, like, all these, like, cardboard cutouts of, like, NBA players and, like, these huge cases that had, like, their jerseys and, like, their shoes. Mm-hmm. Like, famous ones like Larry Bird and Scottie Pippen and Michael Jordan, Walt Chamberlain, mm-hmm. who, in my opinion, is the greatest player of all time. Um, Were there any female basketball player stuff that you remember? Because uh, I think I remember seeing some Cheryl Swoops stuff i don't know who that is but i feel like i've heard of that and i, I mean i remember that there was some wmd players stuff there but i don't remember that specifically well. yeah um so one of the things that i really liked about going there was the um, learning about the very beginning of the sport or i guess one story of the beginning of the sport it seems like there's some conflicting narratives but um and how yeah Naismith, James Naismith invented so, the game. If you're wondering who that is, it's the dude from Canada. Yes, he's Canadian. And he worked at the YMCA, right? Yes. And he needed something that his players and people, sports men, people, guys could do in the wintertime to like condition them where they wouldn't have to be yeah, outside in the snow. Yeah. It's not like a gym thing or something. I yeah. don't know. So they had, so he just nailed a peach basket to the side of the wall in the gym. Yeah, which is kind of weird. It was, and it was, it was fun shooting into the peach basket, I thought, because they had the real basketballs there and you could try to make a basket. It was definitely challenging, but it was satisfying. 
Yeah. So yeah. is there anything else that you learned there or since about the history of basketball that you think oh. um, you could share? Not really. Uh... Hmm. What about like when it became really popular in the U.S.? Like, it... I don't remember when it came really popular. Do you remember when the first televised game was? Where it was like actually on TV. I know it was like. It? Actually, no, I don't. It was. I think it was in the 1960s. I wrote that down somewhere, but yeah, nowhere. Do you remember what the first team, like the first franchise, was? The. I may be wrong about this. So don't quote me on this, but I think the Sacramento Kings. I think you're right, but I think they weren't called the Kings when they first started. The, the, the Royals. The Royals. That sounds very convincing. Yeah. I don't know. I kind of want to Google that right now. <laughs> How about Stop my heating on Google stuff. <laughs> Just, <sighs> you talk a lot about the tallest players in the sport of basketball. Do you remember who the tallest player in the history of basketball was? Uh, I was Manute Bull, who's seven foot seven. Oh, you're trying to Google this right now? Yeah. Okay. How about left to do it after? Wait, but then we can't put it on the episode. But we can put it on the next episode, oh, and then it'll give true. people a reason to listen. So, who was the shortest player in the NBA? Muggsy Bogues, five foot three. Wow, that's amazing. That's three inches shorter than I am. If you could tell me, obviously we've identified one thing that you don't know about basketball because you want to look it up, but are there other things that you don't know about basketball? Look it up! (laughs) Like, are there things that you wonder about or you've been curious about? Why are LeBron and Giannis always the all-star captains? Hmm. Why? Okay. And then last week, I didn't know what the eight what an eight-second violation was. And I was curious about that. Yes. But then we learned about it. Because we are smart. Uh-huh. <laughs> you can't be in the backcourt with the ball for eight seconds. Yes. You have to bring it across the half-court line. It seems just like a backcourt violation, but it's slightly different. It's, bump, bump, bump. It's true. Whoa. So, um, hmm. Is there anything else that you want to share about what you've learned so far about being a basketball fan or being um, uh, a student of basketball, a player? Uh, oh, uh, that it's easier to shoot from closer to the basket than farther away. Yeah. Yep. <sighs> All right. Well, don't go away. Coming up next, we're going to get into our NBA Week in Review, and Calder will give us his take on some of the recent big events in basketball. And maybe if the All-Star times are are announced, then maybe we'll tell you the All-Star teams, because I have no idea when the All-Star teams are. We'll see. Pretty sure the starters are already announced, but yeah. So, yeah. News. So, Calder, what notable things happened in NBA news this week? Um. D'Angelo Russell from the Golden State Warriors got traded to the T-Wolves. Mm-hmm. The Warriors got Andrew Wiggins from the Timberwolves. Sorry, Warriors. You lost D'Angelo Russell and you got Andrew Wiggins. I don't think that's it's not that's not a good that's not a good trade. I'm sorry. Yep. 
Also last week, Kobe Bryant died. And my favorite NBA news, Carmelo Anthony became the 16th most point in the NBA. What do you mean he became the 16th most oh, points? Oh, yeah, he got the 16th most points in the NBA. Dang. And... Actually, this is my favorite, sorry. Damian Lillard broke two NBA records. And those were 108 points over two games and six games where he scored six or more three-pointers. And that's the news. Thank you, and remember to subscribe to Dribble. Send us your questions and thoughts about basketball. And here's your new word of the day. Troutrication. Now, a rare phenomenon where one million fish gather together and swim downstream and run into a ginormous spool.